0: What's going on? Now, listen. Did I did I butcher your last name?
1: No, you got it right. That oh, was perfect. That was go. awesome.
0: We, oh, you like that intro? <laughs> yeah,
1: all the way through. You talk about late night hype.
0: Goodness hey, gracious! Hey man, we like to Let's bring energy
2: here, brother. Energy! It's ten o'clock. I mean, come you, on, guys. Hey man, it's <laughs> the hype. Hey, you hey listen, Red Bull. It's, it's the hype. Let's go. It's not. It's nine yeah. o'clock
0: over here, and we used to go later.
2: <laughs> yeah. For real, oh, we, there we, you one, go. One thirty. We like. Come on, man. Let's go.
0: But ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Kyle Omens to the show. Give him a round of applause. Thank you for joining us, man. <laughs> I know you've had a busy day watching practice and doing your own shows for DallasCowboys.com, right?
1: Uh, uh, today was actually an off day, really, oh. for practices. So Wednesdays and Saturdays are the two days that they take off, and so today was a uh, today was a, a little bit more of a chill day. I actually even didn't even go to the star. Today, but I've been mm-hmm. at the store every day for the past week and a half. So, uh yeah, actually today was a little bit lighter. It was nice. So that means I've got all the energy in the world yes. to, to get hype with you guys. <laughs> That's, That's right good it, part
0: about
2: it. Hey man, I've yeah. been enjoying
0: those practice updates. So keep them coming, man. man. Eaton, oh, I, I will, man.
2: They've been fire. Yo, got oh, fire. Yeah. Yo, got, got fire. That's what I
0: like to say on here. Yo, <laughs> got fire. Matter <laughs> of fact, I gotta give you a clue bomb for those practice yeah. updates. Brother. There you go. They've been the
2: hype for real.
0: So let's just get right into it, James and law. And that's like you said, we got about 60, 111 million questions for him. So let's just, yeah. <laughs> let's start with the question one about uh camp, man. And honestly, I'm just going to jump straight right into it. Is the CD lamb hypeness and the videos and all the things that we're seeing, is it, is it even better when you're there in person? Mm.
1: Yes. Mm. Like, and it's not even close. That's, the thing that's mm. incredible about C.D. Lamb, I, I was extremely high on C.D. Lamb in the draft. I really was. Mm. He was my top receiver. He was the number six player on my board overall. Doesn't matter the position. He was number six. The fact that he fell to 17 when we actually announced that on the website, I was shaking. It was like crazy. My hands, my palms were sweating <laughs> because how excited I was that he was coming to Dallas. I was that pumped about it. But Mm. there was always that question in the back of my mind of he makes these guys in college in the big 12 look like they're running in slow motion in the secondary. That's what mm. it looks like. He makes them look slow and it's, it's crazy, but you're also like, can that actually translate to the NFL? Can he do the same thing to these Mm -hmm. NFL caliber players? He absolutely can, Ooh. and he has. He's running – it doesn't matter where he's at. He could be five yards from the line of scrimmage. He could be wow. behind the line of scrimmage. He could be 25 yards down the line of scrimmage. It doesn't matter. The guy makes plays, and he makes everyone around him look like they're moving in molasses. And it's honestly one of the more incredible things to, to watch. And I'm, <sighs> I'm excited for Cowboys fans just to be able to watch this guy work. Like, that's wow. the thing with me is – I wish we could show you every play. I, I wish am. you could show you the way he blocks, the way he's physical, the body control that he uses, which is what mm. we try and do on training camp live, but we've got a, a, a significant amount of time or not that significant amount of time to show that. But man, mm. it is a blast to watch it. and Cowboys fans are in for a treat.
3: I hey, can't. Cal, wait. What what is his release off the line is, you know, can you tell me yeah. that?
1: It's, it's, quick. Uh, it's quick. And that's the thing is it doesn't matter if he's going up against a, a man corner or if he's in zone, he's, he's able to, to kind of, it, I don't want to say Amari Cooper because Amari Cooper's mm-hmm. a, uh, he's, he's a, a, one of the best route runners in all of football he, and the way right. that he's able to break off the line of scrimmage. And it's so quick. There's so, so much of that footwork back and it's forth and he's got that head move. It's so strong. C.D. Lamb's not far mm. off from that. He looks like a veteran wow. running routes. He doesn't look like a rookie. Sometimes the rookie, it's just that straight release. It's nothing really special. He doesn't mix anything in. With C.D. Lamb, it's a little different every time. He mixes in a little stutter step. He has the the, the kind of the speed off the, the release that lulls a corner to sleep. And then he, he picks it up and he, he takes it to the next gear. And that's where the separation comes from. It, it's really honestly... Uh, something fun to watch, just based off of the fact that you're you're looking at this guy and you're saying this doesn't look like a rookie receiver. At any point mm. in his game, mm. it doesn't look like a rookie receiver, and he's done a fantastic job in in practice so far.
0: Let me let me give you one of the names, one of the nicknames that one of our guys. His name is the uh, Lunatic. Okay? okay, I love this nickname. He calls him it's "a dangerous, it's a dangerous lamb." <laughs> I love it. Uh,
2: I love uh, it. I absolutely like that, love it, man. man. That's all hard oh, it, name. I'm saying CD for TD. Yeah. It's going to be so fun <laughs> yeah. doing those. Mm, that so was fun. one
1: of the that was one of the Twitter conversations I saw this week. It was it was like what do you what's the call going to be? What like, what is it going to mm. be whenever CD scores a touchdown? And I was just like, "You know, <laughs> keep it simple. It's just a TD for CD, baby. For like CD? that's all it is."
3: I mean, You're already, time. you guys already know what it's going to be. Walk the dog. Walk. The dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got Kyle Yeomans
0: of DallasCowboys.com yeah, sure. on the late night hype today. Um, C.D. Lamb's not the only one that's, uh, I guess, showing out as a rookie right now. It sounds like that you know, Trevon Diggs is also starting to mm. come along at cornerback. Are we looking at possibly seeing him week one get some significant snaps? Because here on the show... We were a little worried because of Mm -hmm. the COVID not having enough time, but I'm hearing some things. I'm hearing some good things.
1: Yeah, and and I think there's always going to be a little bit of that step behind Mm -hmm. for the rookies this year, uh, with maybe the exception being C.D. Lamb because of COVID-19. You guys are right on point with that because they have been a step behind. Even Trayvon Diggs from time to time seemingly isn't where you want him to be as your starting corner. I mean, that's, that's maybe not the expectation for him. Week one, because you have Anthony Brown, you have Cheeto Awuzie, you have Jordan Lewis, who could be your starting corners, but we've seen Lewis kind of banged up throughout training camp. He should be back within the next week, so hopefully that's not too bad on September 13th. Same thing with mm-hmm. Cheeto; He got banged up on a play where he picked the ball off a couple practices ago as well, so he's banged up. You might have to see Trayvon Dick start in the secondary, so it's it's really uh, it's refreshing to know that you've seen that growth. I was worried about him too. Even watching practice, I wasn't really impressed. The first week of practice, he was a step behind. And even though he wasn't necessarily lost, he definitely wasn't comfortable. You could tell because this is a guy who in Alabama was one of the best press man corners in all of football and, or all of college football rather. And he's asked to come in and play this zone, play this system with, with Mike Nolan that's a little bit different than what he played for, for Nick Saban and company, even though there are some similarities here and there. He wasn't comfortable moving over, but it's every snap, every rep. He's walking over and he's talking to cornerbacks coach Al Harris, who he highly respects, even talked about how much he respected him at the combine. He even had a question asked about, hey, if there's a guy you respect who's out in the NFL, who is it? And it was Al Harris. And this is a guy who he has always looked up to. He continues to work after every rep with him. And you can see that growth over the last two days. He's really put it together. Yesterday was his best practice after Monday was his best practice. So he's put together a couple good practices in a row. You're seeing it rep after rep, the, the athleticism, the length, his ability to stay with a wide receiver. And it's something that you're really encouraged by heading into the next couple weeks of camp.
2: That's good stuff. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, that's my guy. I mean, we we talked about a lot of players on this team. Now, Skywalker, he loves some CD left, so I'm going to give him all CD left because that was his man. But coming up right behind him, Kyle was rocking that baby and said, that boy Diggs. (laughs) I'm trying to tell you every highlight I see him. his You know what really excites me about him is how he was a receiver. You know how you say yeah. He was with Al Harris. I love that, but how he is a receiver and just how he naturally has the feel. Because if you look at Jordan Lewis in his career, he played a lot of receiver in high school. And I feel yeah. like that's why he's such a playmaker, because he understands route concepts. And I believe that's where you see a Trevin mm-hmm. Diggs, too. And I think you're going to see that the more he's on the field, the more he gets acclimated, mm-hmm. you're going to see a playmaking corner we haven't seen in a long time. And you can see that
1: with his head. You can really – you really do. You see the way he's able to read a receiver. And Mm. and even when he was struggling, he knew where he was supposed to be. He was just a step behind. That was the whole thing with it is he's just got to get caught up to the NFL pace. And I have no worry about him catching up to that pace because it already seems like he has taken significant steps and strides to get to that point. But I think you bring up a good point because not only was he a receiver at one point in his career, but he also – grew up with uh, all pro receivers, mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. We all know who Stephon Diggs, Minnesota <laughs> right. great. Now he's mm-hmm. moved on, he's in Buffalo. He tears up NFL corners all the time. Who better to learn from on one-on-one reps as they train together in Florida throughout his time in Alabama than Stephon Diggs. I think that's a fantastic point. Talking about his receiver background, his brother's receiver background and how the IQ put together from that is going to benefit him moving forward.
3: Yeah, we see that all the time. Even going to like the Bosa family, right? You yeah. know, yeah, that sometimes those skill set can just rub off on others. Uh, let me ask you this though: the Darryl Worley week mm. one, would you prefer him out there with matched up with maybe yeah. uh, uh, Cheeto? Because I think that he should be okay around that time frame. Will it Hopefully. be those guys, or will it be the uh, the youth?
1: I think it'll probably be some of the vets. I, I really do. And by the way, I think your beard looks kind of close to what. Yeah, we
0: said that. when We yeah. have Roily on. I
2: think your Roily got him. Yeah. yeah, we, we got gave the... Roily the
0: championship when he came on the show. We gave, <laughs> we, yeah, we gave Roily the nod. <laughs> gave y- y'all gave Roily the
2: nod. Bit. My bro. beard is better. But, than yeah,
3: Roily.
1: Your oh, oh yours is no. Yours is yeah. thicker for sure. Yours is He's good, thicker. Yeah. He's got a little bit of patch in there. I think his <laughs> might be longer. No, yeah. oh, Yours is better today
3: than that
0: day. <laughs> it's, it's I think today.
3: <laughs> better today. He needs so, some Law Nation cream on there, man. I'm gonna have to start <laughs> packaging that and putting it. There up. you go. Yeah. And oh, also shout out to Shannon. Was it Shannon Gross? You know oh, his beard is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah his beard is, is okay too, but mine's better than his. It's, is. it's funny that over <laughs> Shannon and I play
1: a lot of Call of Duty together, and like especially through quarantine, it was funny we would play a lot of Call of Duty, and his character on Call of Duty had a big beard. He found one of the characters, the only character that just had a huge beard and it looked just like Shannon. It was hilarious. Was uh, but, loving but, that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but going back to Daryl Worley, <laughs> I think this is a guy you brought in for, for flexibility. He's played safety. He mm-hmm. played corner. He can play in the slot. He can play outside. So uh, naturally whenever Jordan Lewis was taken out because of injury, a couple practices ago, Daryl Worley was the one that stepped in and filled that role. And I think that's something that is is beneficial to him to get some live reps because he wasn't a part of the first team. It was really the four guys that we had mentioned earlier mm-hmm. with with Lewis, Diggs, Cheeto, and uh, and Anthony Brown. Those were really the four guys that were right up at the top, at least on paper, going into the season. Worley was uh, an afterthought, but now you started to see Worley emerge through these practices. He's had some PBUs, had a a day where he had two interceptions and had one uh, where he almost intercepted it. a day after that. So he's he's kind of emerged as a guy who, if one of those guys are out or one or two of those guys are out, he's going to be able to step in admirably and, and play. And he's going up against the top guys. He's not going up against a Noah Brown or yeah. Devin Smith. He's matching up with C.D. Lamb. He's matching up with Michael Gallup and sometimes Amari Cooper. So it, it, you're seeing legitimate reps – for Daryl Worley. And I think that's something that's going to benefit him, especially in a new system. And as a veteran who could be flexible moving into 2020.
0: So, so do you see him starting? Uh-oh.
1: Um, I would probably say it depends. I still think he he's on that second wave. He's going to see playing time. I don't have any doubt about the playing time. I think right. he absolutely will see that it's just whether or not he'll be one of those guys that's run out as a starter. And I think it just depends on the health of the other guys.
0: Hey, got a question. Kind of go back. We'll get back to the players in a quick second, but no one seems to really be talking about Mike McCarthy. How is Mike McCarthy looking around the players? How does it feel? Does it feel different with McCarthy as the guy? Um, What are maybe some of the differences from, from JG last year in camp? I mean,
1: yeah, there's a lot of energy around Mike McCarthy, and I think he brought that already. There's excitement it's something that's a little bit different after having kind of that stagnant feel Mm. for the past decade where you're, you are frustrated, you know, you're better than an eight and eight record. And that's what we saw in 2019. That was a team that disappointed. Absolutely. They didn't make the playoffs. Even if they would have made the playoffs, that's still a team you expected to make a run. They didn't do either one of those things. And so I think it was refreshing for some of these guys who have been around for a long time to hear a new voice, to see a guy who's been to the mountaintop and has won a Super Bowl championship, that's another factor that I think plays into it. There's that respect between the players and the coaching staff, especially a, an experienced one like it is right now. But specifically around the players, it's a quiet practice from an outside perspective. And that's the biggest change. There's no music blaring the music, yeah. throughout practice. There's none of that music. Wow, Instead... Instead, it's a ton of energy from the players. There's a lot of screaming. There's a lot of hmm. not chanting. I wouldn't say chanting, but there's talking back and forth. There's constant energy. You can hear the coaches. You can hear the veterans. You can hear these guys encouraging each other back and forth, and it's fun. That's the thing about it is it's going to be really fun to see these practices kind of unfold because they're at the moment, they're practicing in an empty stadium. Yeah. Where are they gonna be playing yeah. their games in the first couple
0: empty weeks stadium.
1: of the year? I was oh, going to stadiums. Good so if this is if this is something that is a Mike McCarthy thing, we'll figure it out next year at training camp because there will be no music at training camp in Oxnard. If it's if there's music at training camp in Oxnard, we're gonna know that this is an empty stadium thing and this is getting these guys used to having the same energy, the same passion, the same mindset going mm. into an empty stadium than they would with 45,000 fans if if even that is in the stadium this year. And I think that's something that you kind of have to think about. They've thought of everything as an experienced coaching staff. Whether that's the reasoning behind it or not, it's still fun to watch practice-wise.
3: Man, you know what? When you said that, it's always a good thing to know because the front five, as as relates to offensive line, yeah, the biggest – strength of an offensive is communication and by yes. us having uh joe looney out there and whoever else who's going to be that that left guard i don't know for sure communication will be the key so by being quiet then hey we can have that, that, that established communication going.
1: Yeah, and, and the communication, especially whenever you have young guys who are in there. Like you said, that, that mm-hmm. left guard spot, it's still a battle. I still think the, the veteran and, and Connor Williams has the nod there, and I think he will through training camp. Mm-hmm. But you want a Connor McGovern and a Tyler Biotish to have that communication and find a way to go back and forth whenever you have a lot of people yelling around you not just music blaring, but you have a lot of commotion. You have that energy and that, that communication needs to be key. They're able to do that in these types of practices, even without the music in the background. I think that's, that's a great point.
0: Yep. Boy,
2: I want to ask you, I want to ask you something right quick, Kyle. Um. Yeah. um uh, Scott Walker mentioned Mike McArthur, who I love. I, I, I love it. But uh, what what coaches seems like has been like the real hands-on guy I really love Tom Sula. And I love ours. Yeah. Those are my two favorite guys that have come in on the phone. Cause I'm a defensive guy, but kind of tell me what coach that you see is kind of the, the, maybe the energizer guy, the lights, to fire, Maybe you know, a lot of people come tell me about the, the staff.
1: Yeah. So I think you you brought up both of those guys and they've been hands on in their different ways Uh, with Tom Sula. He's loud. He's obnoxious. He's (laughs) he's having fun. He almost looks like a like a New Jersey mobster. He's got he's got he wears he wears this like deep, low cut V shirt that's buttoned up and he's got a big old chain that hangs down. He's got his hair. It almost looks like he just dunked his head in a bucket of water before he walks out onto the field. Like that's what he looks like. He has that, that, that full, like mobster mentality. where he's, he's exactly, that's exactly what it is. And he just walks around and and has that kind of swagger about him. And I love it. (laughs) I absolutely. I think the players love it too, but he's always up in the face of, of the defensive players. He's always making sure that they're doing the rep, right. And if they don't, he brings them back and he makes sure that they do it right. So I've really seen him, hands-on. Al Harris has been hands-on in a different way. He's a little bit more of a quiet coach, a mm-hmm. let's coach you after the play type of coach. Come over, mm-hmm. let's talk it through, let's make sure and figure this out together sort of mode. So he hasn't really stuck off the page, but they're two different guys. And that's what's fun about this staff is that they're all different personalities. And you can see that. Mike Nolan, when he's calling plays, he's all the way on the other side of the field. Mm. It's weird. He's got a walkie-talkie and he's all the way on the other side of the field calling in plays. So he's away from everybody. He's away from the commotion and he's having the fun of calling the plays in isolation, which I think is something interesting. Whereas on the other side, Kellen is right in the thick of things. He's standing right next to McCarthy. He's standing next to mm. uh, Skip Pete, who also is very, very vocal. And he right. makes sure that all of these running backs finish their runs. It, it, uh, there was one point in one of the early practices where Darius Anderson got knocked down. He got hit pretty hard uh, right at the line of scrimmage. Kind of, it was inadvertent, just fell to the ground, picked back Mm. up and he was about to head back to where he was standing prior to the play. Mm. Well, Skip Pete comes running out and Skip Pete's not a a small guy. This is a guy who's a little bit (laughs) larger. He's got that. He's, he's a beefy dude. He goes sprinting out of the crowd and he goes finish your run, finish your run. And the strike of fear, I guess it went into the face of Darius Anderson and he bolted. He was out so fast and he was able to get down the field and he finished all the way to the end zone, which was the funny part about it. Most guys will go into like the 20 yard line or so. Nah, he went all the way to the goal line and came back. And so he made sure to, to make right on that. So all these guys personalities work together in cohesiveness and I and think let me talk about this this so mob fun.
3: boss that you was talking about. Uh, Tom yeah, Tim Sula. Tom Sula. You you heard the news? Uh, I guess you was out there. So, yeah. so did he really want to fight Crawford? Or Crawford really wanted to fight him? <laughs> I don't know. That down? <laughs> I don't even know, man.
1: I that's the thing is like there's always that that high temper and that 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 back and forth. I don't I don't think anybody was fighting honestly. The only real pushing and shoving we saw was from the first or second practice and we saw Connor Williams and Tristan Hill kind of yeah. get after it and they made up quick, like within the next mm-hmm. rep. So it was, it, there's always that competitive side of it. So if that was a thing, I didn't see it. I really didn't. I, I wish I had some more on that, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, the knowing Tyrone Crawford and knowing Tom Sula, those, those two guys are experienced vets in their own rights and, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they were competitive but also I wouldn't be surprised if they were joking too.
0: I want to touch on a couple of the um, players from those position coaches you mentioned the first one you said Skip Pete right How, yeah. and you know we've all been talking about Zeke looking slim like he's looking like he's in a, some better shape here um, is there a is there a difference with Ezekiel Elliott that you're seeing like a burst or, uh, I, I don't that, that speed that we missed last year, what have you? Is Skip Pete doing something to help him out or is Skip just saying, Zeke, you're great, just continue doing what you're doing. <laughs> I
1: think I think there's a little bit of added on, on both sides of it. I, I'll, I'll preface it with this: You're right in saying that he looks slim. This is – we're about to see 2018 Zeke
0: again, I think.
1: I think we're about to see 2018 Zeke. That's a bold statement, but I'm just saying, I think we're going to see a player like that because he's in shape. He looks good. His reads are great behind the line of scrimmage. We broke one play down, Nick Eatman and I, on on training camp live yesterday where it was so subtle. Yes, I saw that. So subtle. It was just one step to the right, but it was a perfect read, and it would have ended up in a score. It really would have if they were allowed to hit even though he – Scored anyways, it would have still been a score in my mind. But you look at the, the track record that Skip, B, Skip Pete has had, even during his first stint in Dallas, who was his running back? DeMarco Murray. Yeah. And he, he was the one that was here when DeMarco Murray led the league in rushing. You also look at where he was able to go with Todd Gurley whenever he was in L.A. and he was a part of the Rams. Todd Gurley was one of the best, most feared rushers in the league under Skip Pete. Yeah. He's able to bring that kind of, of resume and that kind of knowledge and put that into what is now a prime Zeke, a guy who is still in his prime physically, still hasn't hit the end of his road as a running back or is even close to that point, yeah. in my opinion, and yeah. is now in, in shape more so better than what he, what we've seen in the past I think it could be a big year for Zeke and Tony Pollard, with that being said. I think Tony Pollard's benefiting from it. My boy right uh, there, From Skip Pete. So. He, yeah, he's great. And, and I think both of those guys are going to be utilized in the passing game more, which is something that we saw with Kellen Moore a little bit in 2019, but we really didn't see it to the full extent. And I think that's something that we're going to see a lot more in 2020, and it's also because they're both in shape and they're both very, very talented backs with good coaching.
3: Hey, Cal, you remember Matt Forte for the uh, oh, Chicago? Yeah. Skip Pete coached him up as well. I'm thinking when I look at um, Tony Pollard, I see a lot of Matt Forte-ish type yeah. of uh, running back out of him. And Forte's, if you guys can just take a look at that. Big boy. Yeah, Forte's <laughs> a little
1: bit bigger than Pollard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got, well, that, he's got the broad, broad shoulders. But you, you're right. Footwork-wise, I can totally mm. see that. Mm. And, and you think about Pollard as a guy out of Memphis. I mean, mm. out of Memphis, he was a guy – who was a wide receiver and a running back. He was legitimately a hybrid player in the draft. People marked him as, oh, we want him as a wide receiver or we want him as a running back. True. That's something that I think Matt Forte, he was 70, 30, a running back, but he still had the ability to be a good wide receiver and catch a ball out of the backfield, get the ball in your playmaker's hands and let him work. I think that's going to be the mindset with Tony Pollard. Get the ball in your playmaker's hands yeah. and let him go to work. And so without talking scheme and without going into yeah. anything specific <laughs> that I've seen, because I love mm-hmm. my job more than anything, he will be he will be utilized in different ways than what we saw in 2019. And those ways are exciting because it fits his skill set better than we've ever seen it. lose
0: Clues bump. Clues bump? Oh. <laughs> got you. <laughs>
2: Back, fire.
0: the other go, go uh, position play. is james's guy man al harris um yeah. now is al harris strictly doing corners and who you know i can't believe i don't remember this but who the heck is the safeties coach or are we talking Linguist. about maurice lundquist
1: yeah uh it's it's mostly harris on the corners and i'm blanking on safeties that's now, what i'm right saying well. I, is it lundquist I, I mean, think it is
0: because I know Linquist was yeah. the D is the DB coach. So I'm guessing maybe he's working mm-hmm. with everybody.
1: I think he's working with everybody, but I think he is working more specifically with, the with the safeties, but I could be wrong there too. Uh, it, it's kind of, and it's on, honestly goes back to what I was saying earlier about Daryl Worley and the entire defensive system with Mike Nolan is a lot of these guys are interchangeable and yeah, a lot hmm. of these guys are going to play both positions. And I, I don't know about corner to safety, being as much of a, a back and forth as we thought it would be going into the year. We were saying, well, who's going to switch to safety. And I, I don't know if any of those guys are going to end up doing.
0: But where I was going with that was that, you know, there seems to be a, a lot of media news in the media about. Mm-hmm. Ha Clinton Dix. Yeah. and Darian Thompson Thompson yeah. uh, so we you know I honestly one of the, the big questions I wanted to ask you directly because you're down there and I don't have to rely on the tweet which again I love the updates from all you guys <laughs> mm-hmm. I do but I need, need to the hear real it. though I need to hear it from you <laughs> is Darian Thompson really standing out or is haha ha Clinton Dix looking suspect and it's kind of concerning?
1: so far. it Steve- and that's where it gets confusing for me, too, because I've been watching the practices as well, and I didn't see anything necessarily that stood out wrong from HaHa clinton Dick's perspective. I really mm. didn't. I didn't think that he was struggling to pick up certain parts of the defense. I didn't think that he was struggling to keep up with Xavier Woods. Now, Xavier Woods has stood out. He's looked very, very good, and I oh. think he's, he's due for a breakout season. I really do. And that's I was nice saying – And I was saying going into really the last week, let's say like early this week, that Xavier Woods and Hawk Clinton-Dix together are going to make a better pairing than what Woods and Heath did. And I I thought it was going to be a step up. But then all of a sudden, Darian Thompson starts getting some of those reps. And of course, like you said, it was reported in the media by Michael Gelkin, Clarence Hill, Calvin Watkins even talked about it. But it looks like, there's been a demotion for ha ha Clinton Dix. And I was as confused as anybody. And we haven't been able to have those conversations in the building or talk to coaches because of COVID-19 protocols. That's one of the first things I would have asked is what, what happened going on, here, what ended yeah. up going on yeah. here. And I, I hate the fact that we don't have that kind of access, but now it's on us to kind of figure out well, why is ha ha Clinton Dix <laughs> back there. And, and kind of the answer that I've come up with is what Mike McCarthy said in a press conference on, I believe Monday He said, safeties are interchangeable. And he -hmm. he was saying, we want these different guys taking reps with different players. And I think we've seen that throughout practice. We haven't seen it to the extent where one guy is strictly with the specialty, or not special teams, with the second team. And one guy is strictly with the first team. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's something that was confusing to us. It may not be what we see come September 13th. Ha ha, Clinton Dix. And Xavier Woods may be starting right next to each other. But at least at the moment, from what it looks like, there might have been a demotion there. Maybe Darian Thompson has uh, kind of shown out to the point where he's impressed coaches enough to take that spot and to be that guy. He, I mean, he was one of the guys who got the majority of the starting reps last year next mm-hmm. to Xavier Woods when Jeff Heath went out. It's just whether or not what the coaching staff is, is preferring and what they're going to do moving forward.
3: So can, can you explain to uh, everybody what happened to Donovan Wilson? What What's going hmm. on with him as well? Yeah, hmm.
1: he's – it's I honestly want to say that it's more just the fact that you have more depth at the spot. You have guys that are back there like uh, uh, a ha-ha Clinton Dix, and then in the secondary in general, you've got uh, an added guy like Trayvon Diggs, Reggie Robinson, all these different guys secondary-wise, where Wilson's a great athlete but they may be just picking up the defense better. And I think that may be where he's at. Maybe he's just a little bit slower, a little bit more behind in terms of what Wilson's been able to pick up for Mike Nolan. I haven't seen anything where he's just getting roasted out in the secondary or anything. Everybody's been toasted out in the secondary. Yeah, that's right. The receiving core. <laughs> so it's kind of tough whenever you see a receiving core as, as good as the Cowboys have looked because you're like, oh, man, is this receiving core that good? Or is this something that we should be worried about for our secondary moving forward? And I Always think Wilson's again. just Wilson's just a side product of that. And I think they have added depth. They've built for depth this year, which is going to benefit them because of COVID-19. Healthiest team is going to win a lot of games. And I think the depth that they've had, if they aren't the healthiest team, helps them moving forward. And Wilson's a part of that depth.
3: Well, let me ask you this: Out of those uh, safeties, and I just love defensive backs, man. So I'm yeah. biased a little bit with that. <laughs> uh, so See, and I'm, that. I'm yeah. a big tight ends and, and lineman yeah. guy.
0: Like I like I like the
1: the, the big the hog miles up front. Like that's I wanna, what I like.
0: I want to ask you oh, about wow. the tight ends before we leave here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but, but yeah. go, go, go ahead, go ahead, Law. Go ahead, Law. So
3: so so who? Yeah, I can't wait to us get into those topics there. then. <laughs> so who is the box guy, then? You know, so whenever. Whenever Clinton Dix was
1: in, it was mostly haha. Once he was switched out, it was mostly Woods. But it's wow. but that's the other thing is it's not like that every rep. It really right. isn't. And, and whenever we're talking about multiple interchangeable different schemes, I, I can't even tell you, even if I wanted to give that away, I couldn't even tell you what the percentage would be of right. who is where and who is disguised as what and what is going to happen. And we've heard that from Woods. Woods said it in his press conference the other day. There's going to be a lot of disguising. There's going to be a lot of different looks that people haven't seen from a Cowboys defense that in years. So great.
0: Exactly. And <laughs> that that's, good. that's exciting. Yeah.
1: Like that's exactly what you want to see. And so I think moving into 2020, don't think you're looking at, Oh, this guy's the box safety and he's going to play strong. Then we've got a free back here. It's not going to be like that. It's oh, going to be something that's interchangeable. And I think it's going to really benefit
3: the defense. Man, you helped me out tremendously with that, man. I've long <laughs> I've yeah, long get, thought, throw that, that that homework out of the way. Throw that out of the <laughs> way. Just it's not gonna help you.
4: I've, I've long
0: thought they're not they're not really interested in a in a true strong safety in this scheme mm-hmm. for whatever reason, which that's fine if they want to play more cover, yeah. but it just seems that way. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, James.
2: Oh, I just want to ask you a quick question. One of my uh members, uh Gambino, what's up with you, Gambino? Bino. Um, you know, there's a lot of been, a lot of questions. I, I, I made a tweet about it. I was frustrated that anytime you hear an interception, people always wanna, is it Dak to Dak? Do we do <laughs> Dak made an interception? But my, my my guy Gambino, you know, we don't really get to see it. So you mm-hmm. know, when you see an interception out there or you see um, you know, these touchdowns getting scored. Is it indictive on Dak or the secondary? What's it kind of looking like? Is it kind of one day the offense is just winning and Dak is killing yeah. them? Or is just the next day the defense just won that?
1: So I've got two answers to this because it's it really is a two sided question. It's which one's better, the defense or Dak, mm-hmm. and, and whichever one wins that play, if it's an interception, the defense is going to win that play. But the reason we've seen more interceptions from Dak is because of the scheme. I think it's what we were just talking about things don't look at – they're not always as they seem when you're reading a defense like Mike Nolan's. It's not going to be an easy read for a quarterback at all. And I think that's something that Dak Prescott's having to learn he didn't really impress me, and I'm gonna. I'm not trying to say that to start a quarterback controversy. I'm just not saying say that Andy Dalton. No, 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 <laughs>
2: not, not even close. I know like, it ain't like, no controversy. I'm, yeah, saying exactly. just, I'm saying just say how you feel about that. Yeah. Because well, he wasn't. wasn't
1: he like wasn't impressive. Me. He really wasn't. And, and I said that, and and I'm. I probably will be laughed at, but it's fine. It, he w- didn't look like. Uh, an elite quarterback through the mm. first couple weeks of the or not weeks but first couple practices he was a little bit off target he mm. he wasn't didn't have the same zip on the ball with that being said though over the last week he looks like an elite quarterback the interceptions mm. have gone down uh, he's you, throwing you the ball with more velocity mad, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't care if the haters are mad. I'm telling you what the I first see. First part, in they was loving. I'm saying <laughs> they were like, yes, keep it. Yeah, coming. they were loving. Keep it it shut it, keep it down. He's smacking them completely. Shut it down.
3: No. He's throwing the ball behind him. He's throwing the ball. He's <laughs> overthrowing him. He's throwing the ball and too high, too low. You know, <laughs> look,
1: there's a reason why seventy percent passing is really good in the NFL for the most part. You still miss 30% of your passes. If you look on our Twitter and you see a pass that's bad, that's probably one of the 30%, ladies Mm -hmm. and gentlemen. It really is. And so I would say that he's looked better as camp has gone along. And I think it's because he's starting to read defenses that are multiple and that are Mm -hmm. finally showing a little bit of disguise unlike the practices that he's been running in the past. And so I think it took a little bit of time for Dak Prescott. You got to remember, this is still a guy who's only going into year number four. So he's had a chance, or excuse me, year number five, he's been through four years. So you think of, uh, you think of how young he is relative to other quarterbacks in the NFL. He's still learning. He's still improving. He's still an ascending player. And so I think there were times throughout practices where he might have misread a multiple defense and he threw a bad ball. There are other times when, especially yesterday, he looked fantastic in practice and he threw the ball extremely well. He was crisp, short release, good footwork, stood up in the face of pressure and was able to deliver great balls. And so I think overall, it's something that you should just take with a grain of salt whenever you see it, but also look at the context around it before you really start freaking out.
0: I think Dak and Tony both said similar things about camp. I'm going to be more aggressive and take more shots and and opportunities in camp so that I don't yes. I don't mess up in the in the season. I want to know if I can make that throw. I want to oh, know yeah. if 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 I can make that read and get it there. I'd rather Dak have I'm just throwing out a crazy number, um, 18 touchdowns and 14 picks in camp than 18 touchdowns and 14 picks in the season because those 14 yeah. picks, a guy like Dak Prescott, I guarantee you, was going to learn from him.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're going to throw those those tighter windows and you're going to throw mm-hmm. the, the football into places that you normally wouldn't necessarily try and fit it into in a practice setting because, you know, the consequences aren't there as opposed to what you're going to see from a, a game standpoint and what you're going to see from an opponent standpoint. So it also gives you a chance to, to let your receivers make a play, you throw up the yeah. ball and let, let C.D. Lamb oh, use man. his body to, to shield a corner mm-hmm. and make a grab. I mean, ultimately, that's what it's going to be, too, is it, it doesn't help anybody to stay conservative in practice. you got to right. go all out. 100% practice is better than 70% practice. You might throw a couple interceptions, but it's a learning experience heading into the year.
0: Uh, indeed, man. Indeed. Listen, we got a couple more minutes because I, I know you got to get going here soon. So fire off some questions here, James and Law, if you have them for them. And and listen, Kyle before you go, we gotta get you back on for some more some more yeah, cowboys. Yeah, this
1: man, is awesome, to. bro. Yeah. This is great. Hey, anytime, man. I'm I'm always down to talk cowboys.
3: Cal, I gotta talk to you about this guy, and I apologize for everybody. Number eighty-six, can you tell me <laughs> what type of season well off season training camp season yeah. he's having right now?
1: Well, he looks like he's starting to figure things well, out. I love that you had to. I love that you had to apologize beforehand. Give he's the talking, name talking, for those out Dalton there: Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz, 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 Schultz out there, the <laughs> tight end out of Stanford, who has been relatively, and by relatively, I mean much of a disappointment throughout yeah. his career with the Cowboys. I mean, he came in as a, a, a draft pick, and he was overtaken by undrafted uh, Blake Jarwin, and, mm-hmm. and Blake Jarwin got his extension, and seemingly his tight end won. Dalton Schultz has had a really nice, nice camp so far, and it, on the offensive side of the football, he would be the most improved guy if I had to pick a, wow. a most improved offensive side of the. There football. There you go,
0: Schultz. Good for you. It would
1: be it would be Dalton <laughs> Schultz on the defensive side. It'd be Tristan Hill, but Schultz definitely takes the takes the cake whenever you're on that 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 offensive side. I
0: got to mm-hmm. give Schultz credit then because I give him a hard time. I, I said Hikatini could, could push him, but I'm seeing a whole yeah. lot of Dalton Schultz up in there. Where's Blake Bell? Well, he hurt.
1: No, he's playing and oh. he's Blake Bell's more of a blocker, anyways. That's right. where he's so kind he's of that's his now. role, right. Yeah, so I would say, I would say Blake Bell's kind of the guy you brought in to be a blocking tight end and be a, a run coverage guy, maybe even play a little fullback if, if you really needed him to. Uh, but I, I think Dalton Schultz has shown that he can have the balance. He wasn't really a threat as a receiver, he looks like mm. he's a threat as a receiver <laughs> right. in practice because <laughs> he's running like, down he's- the seam. He's running down the scene. He's running these out routes and he's making grabs over guys like Jalen Smith and Daryl Worley, which is something that he didn't do previously, or at least he didn't do it on a consistent basis. So if he stays consistent, he's still going to keep his job because you've got a couple guys now that are in there. Like you said, Hiccatini's in there, Blake Bell's in right. there. They even brought in two undrafted guys, and Sean McKeon and Charlie Tumapayow. Those are guys that are trying to fight for that tight end role. They may only take two tight ends. They may keep three, but he wants to make sure that his name's in that list, and right now I still think it would be.
3: Are you team 11 personnel or 12?
1: 11. Give me 11 all day, baby. Hey,
3: man. (laughs) Real quick. I
1: want 11 all day.
0: For me, this is my last one, Then I'll let the guys get their last ones in. Defensive line, specifically the interior, the defensive tackles. How are we looking, man? McCoy's gone. It hurts. Mm -hmm. It sucks. But how are we looking with Hill, Gallimore, Poe, you give me a, just a quick thoughts on those guys and how they're going look?
1: Yeah, just learning. Uh, I think Tristan Hill has been the biggest surprise of camp and, the, and probably the most improved guy on that defensive side. Like I said, Dalton Schultz was on the other side earlier. But I think with Neville Gallimore, he's learning. He's a rookie. He he didn't have that that training camp or the, the mini camp, and he didn't have the lead-in and the OTAs to get ready for this training camp. These are basically his rookie mini camps, mm. and he's going up against Zach Martin. Yeah, I I mean good luck Neville Gallimore really if we're really being honest good luck so I think the middle of the defensive line is stronger than it has been in the past because last year you had to bring in Michael Bennett to to fill a spot you had to rely on Antoine Woods Tyrone Crawford wasn't uh healthy he's back and looking fit and ready to go so I think the defensive line is better And and the interior, that's going to hurt with Gerald McCoy. But the way that they're built depth-wise, I think is still going to benefit them, and they're still going to be an approved part of the the defense moving into the year.
2: Awesome. Awesome. That's my last one. I I just got one last one because I know you got to bang out. But it's it's a it's a three parter. I apologize, but I gotta I gotta squeeze. <laughs> I'll I gotta get squeeze. all three here. Let me write it down. I got <laughs> exactly. <you. laughs> one last question, uh, 17 <laughs> parter <of this. laughs> Sorry, I apologize. Uh from my, my homeboy, Texas Bread Cowboys 83, and I'm throwing my last one in. Well, um, right. he basically asked about Amari and C D. Would how would you feel about seeing C D uh going to the outside and throwing Amari Cooper in the slot for a few plays? How would that mm-hmm. feel? How would you feel about that? Also, um, the right tackle position, Leo Collins is out right now. It's been – we've been hearing, like, the offensive line, the tackles especially have been shaky uh, mm-hmm. with the backups in. How do we feel about that right tackle? And one last thing, how do you feel about LBE? <laughs> L-
3: okay. LBE.
1: Okay. Okay. I've got all three of those. I'll start with the first one. CeeDee Lamb outside and Amari Cooper in the slot. You'll see it. You're going to see it. Oh. And I love it. It's going to be great. So – it, much like we talked about with the defense, there's going to be new looks on the offensive side too, and I think you're going to see a lot of those guys moving around in spots that you wouldn't normally see. And I think the route running from both guys is going to benefit this offense because whether you're in the slot or you're outside, these these defenses aren't going to be able to keep up. Which is one of the reasons why they drafted CD Lamb in the first place because of the endless possibilities that gives Kellen Moore in the offense and in general. So. Yeah. Look for that. And, and I think it's going to be awesome. I really do. So uh, I'm excited about that. It goes back to my 11 personnel. Let's throw all these wide receivers out there. Let's have some fun. Now uh-huh. going into uh, the second question was the third right one was Leighton Vandrish, right tackle. So uh-huh. right now you're putting your third string right tackle up against Demarcus Lawrence.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Cause not only, not only is Lyle Collins out, but so is Cam Irving and Cam Irving ultimately is going to be that, that swing tackle. I still think he will be the swing tackle. He, he's not even a guy you really want in the game. You want Lyle Collins an all pro all and, and
0: just Attention. one of
1: the top right tackles in all of football. You want him out there. You don't want to be relying on Cam Irving to fill that right tackle spot. So the fact that DeMarcus Lawrence is blowing up Mitch Hyatt and Adam Redman and, uh, I guess Brandon Knight on the right side every once in a while. It doesn't, it doesn't really bother me. I think Lyell will be back. He'll be fully ready to go by September 13th. I think Cam Irving will be back too. They even went out uh, and signed Pace Murphy, who is a guy who has some NFL experience underneath his belt. He could come in and be maybe even a swing tackle there as well. So I think you've got uh, a couple options there. I don't think the right tackle spot or even the left tackle spot with uh with Tyron Smith should be a worry. I think both those guys will be ready to go from uh, from the jump. Now, with Leighton Vanderesh. Oh, man. Stop hitting folks. I'm folk. telling you. Are I'm you telling you, you. Excited yeah, he about hit, him? He hit, uh, he hit Tony Pollard the oh, other day. Oh,
2: that.
1: And, uh, <laughs> that was uh, – man, that sounded like a train wreck. It, it really did because of the collision. I was right above it in the press box when it happened and when he hit it. I looked over to the guys next to me, and we just all kind of made a face. It's like we didn't want to see that, but we also really (laughs) loved seeing that because whenever you're a linebacker and you're a defender and you have that neck issue, Mm -hmm. you need that Mm -hmm. first hit. You need Mm -hmm. that first taste of contact at an NFL level, and he's got it now. Normally we thought it was going to be game one or maybe a scrimmage, he has the contact because he came in and laid a hit, and he's been so good in his reads. He's been so good in that middle linebacker spot, which has allowed Jalen Smith to play more free, play more toward the football as the will linebacker on the weak side. So I think those two together are stronger than they are apart. I mean, no doubt about that. That's the, we hear uh, that so often. Obvious Obvious statement of the century, but it's so true. Leighton Vanderesh isn't the same player without Jalen Smith, and Jalen Smith is obviously not the same player without Leighton Vanderesh. And I think those two together fit what is going to be one of the top linebacker uh, linebacking cores in all of football. And I think they bring that back, and I think they're better than they were in 2018.
2: Mm. Mm. <laughs> I like mm. that.
0: That's good stuff it. from Captain. You know, love to hear it. Fire. You're right, though. I was Yoga just flame. I was just waiting <laughs> to see let, let Van Der Esch take a hit. That's that's it. Once yeah. once I seen that and he's cool, now it's okay. He healthy. All right. Yeah. Hopefully yep. he stay yep. healthy. That's yep. all. Yeah. That's hey, all. hey,
3: one more thing I gotta say. Uh the blue and white is this weekend, right? Sunday. It's yep. Sunday. So who who needs who needs to have a good game or a good performance in order to stay on this team?
1: Uh there's a there's a couple guys that that really do need some stuff. I think Wilson's one of them like you were talking about earlier. Donovan. I oh, think wow. yeah, I think yeah. Donovan Wilson needs to uh Joe Thomas uh, I think he's going to be on the team. Mm-hmm. But whenever you have a guy breathing down your neck like Francis Bernard, Francis Bernard. I think there's always, <laughs> oh, I think, I think huh? there's I think there's always a little added pressure there. And and yeah. so there's a couple guys yeah. like that. Maybe some of those undrafted free agent guys like a Justin Hamilton uh, uh, Rondell Carter, Ladarius Hamilton, that are on that defensive line. Really, just a lot of the young guys. I think Bradley and I needs a good, uh, a good scrimmage, uh, definitely to say the least. So there's, there's, there's a list to go through, but uh, ultimately, it's, it's going to be. Let's get out there. Let's, let's get into the stadium. It's going to be more like a glorified practice than it is yeah. going to be uh, a full scrimmage. So we'll see. Kind of, you guys will finally get a chance to see what we're seeing. and and kind of make your own reads off of it. And I think that's exciting for the fan base.
0: Will it be streaming on the website?
1: It will be on the website. I'll be a part of that coverage.
0: We'll we'll have some special
1: guests up up at the stadium. I'm, I'm excited cause I get to go and be a part of the broadcast. That's what I was about to say. Stadium. You get to <laughs> do your play-by-play. So, are, are you yeah. Doing yeah. A play? Yeah. So no, Bill Jones uh-huh. will be play-by-play. Uh-huh. So, so Bill's got play-by-play. I'll have, uh, I'll have host duties on the concourse, the big like desk that they got up there, the big TV set and stuff. Uh-huh. We'll be over there with some of the Dallas Cowboys.com crew. And so that'll be a ton of fun. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a good broadcast and tons of great information from beginning to end.
0: Hey, I our wanted guy, to hear our, you,
2: Kyle. Our guys are going to try I to emulate to you, yeah. you,
0: Kyle, because we're going to be doing a play-by-play here, guys. If you didn't know, Sunday oh. we're going to be uh, live-streaming <laughs> the, uh, the the practice, obviously not showing it on YouTube, but just giving you a watch party and doing our own play-by-play. So hopefully we can live up to Kyle's
3: play-by-play.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm he, sure he, you guys are going to be fantastic.
3: Bill Jones got that voice too, though. Yeah, yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill Jones goes, is incredible. Bill man. Got he's got awesome. Got a
2: voice. We might be a little more, you know – three over here. Yeah, we might be a little more. Get him! Yeah, get him! <laughs> man, the Tack was third and two. Oh. Four, third and two. What, what wrap up,
3: call? man. Wrap
0: up. Oh, you man. Know? Hey, Kyle, thank you, guys. Give, give Kyle a round of applause, everybody. Round yes. of applause. This <laughs> Great. was man. awesome. We tested you, brother. We we threw some fast shots at you. And you answered amazingly. So the park. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. And I would... We would... Love to get you back on here some uh, point in time, maybe before the season. I don't know yeah. the season. I know you're busy as heck, but um, yeah, man, I would love to get you back on. Here. Maybe around when the when the uh, rosters cut down.
1: Sounds good know. to me, guys. Ask me anytime. I'm always ready to talk some Cowboys with you guys. Get hype late night, yes, sir. Get hype.
3: Night <laughs> hype. Yeah, and, and just in case somebody's living under a rock. Where can they find you at, man?
1: So on Twitter, I'm at Kyle
3: underscore Yeomans, Y-O-U-M-A-N-S.
1: I'm on there all the time. You can catch me on DallasCowboys.com. I host Talking Cowboys. In the offseason, I host the draft show. Mm. And then I'm all over, uh, really, I, I post articles there every couple of days. I host the training camp live show. Maybe some pregame and postgame stuff coming up here this yeah. season. So uh, plenty of stuff for DallasCowboys.com. It's, it's going to be a fun year and lots of high expectations for the Cowboys is
0: we're excited to see it through indeed man indeed appreciate you Kyle appreciate you. I will definitely be uh getting in contact with you after the show maybe tomorrow because it'll be late over here but <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm up all night anyways y'all okay <laughs> right, this was it. well we the late night hype so you know we up <laughs> hey there you go there you go thanks guys thanks appreciate brother it. appreciate you man have a good night Appreciate you, man. Luke
0: salute hey man that. Ooh, yeah. that was awesome brother that was yeah. awesome let me get everything configured cause guess what? We opening up them lines tonight. I promised y'all. I promised y'all. Mind. Now, now you know I got fixed a little bit, cause um, you know Law had to, you know, he had a little hiccup in the middle of that thing that switched <laughs> everything.
3: <laughs> right well, now, man, Law. Illuminati, man. You know how it goes. Right, right now, Law is
0: silver and blue over here, so I got fixed.
3: Telling you man the silver and blue is just calling my name. Yeah, but last huh? time
0: James was was Law Nation, he remember he he wasn't holding it down for the Lakers. <laughs> you know what I mean? He wasn't holding yeah. it down for the Lakers. And see what happened was I bit him in the ass. So but see, ever since he switched, <laughs> we've been, been on a winning.
3: Win. We've been <laughs> being on a <the> winning <laughs>
0: yeah, spree, I'm man. Quiet.
2: See, you see, I'm quiet. I'm All, quiet. Right, <laughs>
0: All right, Smokey. As
3: soon as we lose, we talking
0: again. Yeah. Oh man, what's going on? Chat, the chat was nice. I love the chat tonight, man. Let's get it popping again, chat. Uh, 701 802 5083. Access code 533 9757. I'm about to get this thing up. I think we're about to be scraped. Oh, you right. want me
3: to make the switch too, me and James? No, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We,
0: we, like we, 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 we gotta fix it. I fix it. Okay. Straight,
3: man. We back up in this thing. We back up in this thing. I'm talking thing. about uh I Mason, I Ooh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got about do you do you want us to jump over to the line? Yes, you know jump into I mean? the
0: line, jump into the line. Jump...
3: Okay, all right. Jump my to my the mind. line for your mind. <laughs> Whew, the flag.
0: The chat is still popping in here, man. How'd y'all feel about Kyle Yeomans, guys? Um I listen. I was telling these guys off air, and I think I was telling you guys um on my show the other day, like, listen, Kyle Yeomans is at practice. He's seeing things we can't see. And the tweets are only so much. This type of content, this type of information we're getting, we're gonna get or we're getting from Kyle is vital to diehard Cowboy fans because we're not allowed to see the video. We're not allowed to get the real details of personnel and what have you. But if you paid attention, if you read between the lines, you got something for your mind. So
2: that was awesome. Just like you said, he's our eyes right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have camp. COVID took a lot of that. We don't have it. So mm-hmm. we anything that we get, we oh feeding it. And, show. Show.
0: y'all in there? Yeah. Are you guys in the uh, thing? Because we're about to get some echoes. For yeah. Uh, All's in there.
2: I'm in there. That's what right. I can hear it from a different way. I need you, you to, to come jo- you into join the yeah, come uh, into the uh,
0: phone the lines, group. brother. On okay. it's on Twitter. I, I put it up on Twitter.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're good though.
0: We shouldn't be having too much too
3: many echoes, right? Yes, indeed, man. This this was a great show, man. I had a great time. Yeah, and that's
0: why I said I gotta respect Kyle because we were firing him. I mean, it was coming like fast, boom, 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 and he was answering them with great detail and um, was keeping us keeping us informed. And I'm serious. I I need to get him back on here before the season (laughs) starts.
3: Right.
0: I need to know if if certain people are ready. Yeah yeah and yeah man i see a lot of our mods and a lot of our, our uh reoccurring uh subscribers in here saying hit the likes definitely smash the likes if you enjoying yes, this show tonight nice. and um we're about to put this uh phone lines together here as soon as i get my guy big game up in her
2: and yeah, uh, it's yeah. acting weird on me but i have my bluetooth i can put it in where i can hear it hear it, hear it through the phone and won't it won't mess up anything yeah, I'm just acting six up on in my, uh, you I know, the... Oh, they coming in we coming here. True. We got, we yeah. four
0: deep in here. So the lines, get in while you can get in. Yeah. So
2: it's cool. I'll be able to hear it, Sky. You sure? Mm-hmm. Because I try to do it and it's acting weird and the show must go on. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So
0: let me just ask real quick before I open up the lines, guys. Are we good? Audio-wise out there, big thumbs up, drop the fire emojis, whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. Are we good? No echoes. Everything's fine. Law Nation, give them a mic check. Mic check. The mic Triple check. Oh,
2: Mike, he's not talking. Oh, you can't hear him. You See, here's the problem. You, you got to jump in there. It's you gotta got to jump into in the,
0: the thing. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Hold on. Yeah.
0: yeah. Everybody said sounds good. So we're good on, in there.
2: Oh, because I can't hear him. Yeah. Because we muted. I got we you. muted the, okay. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me Just click on bit. that
0: link on the Twitter. Okay. Twitter on the 20. Yes, indeed, man. Hey, man. man. If you remember, guys, while he's doing this. Uh, we're gonna have some funny ass behind the scene footage with Kyle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, I didn't get a piece of it. I didn't didn't get that one part. Did you get? But did yeah, you get it when yeah, he came he, back? I got it when he came back. All right, that's good. So enough. We probably had to fill it in or something, you know. That's good enough.
0: <laughs> oh, I think yeah. we're gonna do seven five seven nine five six to nine zero three on did that.
3: Yeah, yeah, and and don't forget, uh, Cowboy Nation. Uh, if you made any donations or oh you
2: know, my goodness,
3: congratulations! Yeah, let, let me you show do let, it tonight yeah, or yeah, you want to yeah. do it? In, you know, want to do it tonight? Do it tonight. Get it out of the way, huh? Well, because Get we those. told
0: him, we told him the last episode yeah. and then the previous. We did two episodes, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: we did two episodes. So I forgot to tell y'all, man. Oh, um, man. where we at here? Remember the two? The last week we did the legends giveaway. If you donated and and during that episode and then yesterday's episode we put your names into the drawing and when I say we put your names to the draw I'm not lying let me show you real quick okay
3: mm-hmm. show y'all you, show. you saw that, that other list I added to you you saw that one on no 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 Twitter. you sent me another list yeah I sent you some more names from the uh from the book
0: the uh, I didn't get that one I gotta add them nah,
3: nah, nah, nah. well anyway <laughs> so
0: if you donated the last two shows we will get your name in here to to get this signed. A seat from the old Texas Stadium by Bob Lilly, Mel Runfro, and Drew Pearson, Hall of Famer. Congratulations to Drew!
3: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: that was
2: funny. Hey, hey, Scott, do I do a call, uh, the phone or the video? Uh, just the phone, just the phone. All right. Uh, and do I go mic speakers or phone? Just the phone, right?
0: Uh, you want to go whatever mm-hmm. you're using to, to 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 use your audio.
2: And my mic, um, uh, mute my zoom. zoom. Yep. Yep.
3: We in here now. I know you can hear me now. Oh, there you go. Yeah. New life cowboy. That's a good. Mike check, James, James, Mike check. James, James, James.
0: Give us a check. He can't hear us now. Um, Oh. He good? Hello? Yeah, you good, brother? Yeah. Yep. All right, all right. Uh, I'm right. about to show. I'm about to put these last few names in the wheel. The
3: wheel. Oh, fortune. oh,
0: fortune. All right, let's show him the wheel. Let's see. Let's see if the wheel will pop up right
3: quick. Yeah. All right, didn't pop up yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dominic. Like, hey, I'm gonna make. A, I'm to get in there. I'll see you, Dominic appreciate you though you know appreciate you 980 i see you you don't have to leave come on back in 980. who's 980 <laughs> oh they came out understand <laughs> <laughs> people i could see the name when they leave all
0: right let's get into the chat or into the calls here Then we'll figure out the uh phone line, or the um the drawing here in a quick second all right let's get uh let's see nine seven five seven what's up seven five seven
4: You ain't no regular D B. Who's seven five seven? <laughs> uh, what it is, what it do. Just wanna hop on here and give you y'all flowers, man. These last two nights have been on fire. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Bro. Yes, 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 yes. And I wanna give my shout out to Uncle Charles, you already know. Auntie Jessica, you already know.
0: I'm going to tell y'all right now, turn down and your house when Auntie Jessica comes
4: and Philly Emotional, we're going to blow them the hell up out of here because we don't give them no love, love out here.
0: Philly Emotional. Oh, I love that one.
4: Appreciate y'all, man, for all this wisdom and, and the great entertainment y'all been giving us, man. I appreciate it all. No problem, bro. No problem. I appreciate you, appreciate man.
0: appreciate you.
2: I'll
0: you. What you got on your mind, though? What
2: happened?
0: Yeah. Oh, you must have just want to give us the flowers.
2: Yeah, I can't hear Sky. I can't hear Sky. It's all
0: good. Oh, we good. We good. My bad.
2: (laughs) Sky be throwing me off. I be seeing his mouth. I'm like, what is he? What's going on?
0: (laughs) No, I think he dipped, though. All right, let's get the lunatic up in here. What up, lunatic? The
4: lunatic. Skywalker, you have done it again. Big game, James. Law (laughs) Nation. Fire. Fire. Not just tonight. Last night and all the interviews. I got to pay extra on my local cable provider to get this great information. Call you give it out for free, yeah. you Call give them. it in, in depth, and you keep it on the real. Congratulations about that.
2: Man, Thank you, brother. That's
4: what, that's what I'm talking
2: about. That's that real shit right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Love you, dog.
4: Appreciate last night, God. last night, Brandon Tucker, great interview. What stuck in my head was what he said. I even wrote it down. He said, The coaches that you go to will have a profound impact on you. Yeah. This year we are going to see that. I have shouted from the mountaintop. Coaching matters. Oh, you know that's going to see that.
0: You know Mm -hmm. that's a mantra over here. Coaching matters, and as you can see, context matters.
4: Exactly, exactly. Listen, a couple of questions. I I wanted your viewpoint on this. Last year, three of the starting wide receivers were either injured or they missed games. So you do, you. So you think? Are you comfortable with keeping five, or should we go with six? Because it, it seems like ooh, there's there's battles, there's battles, and it's going to be one of those decisions: five or six for wide receiver. Do we add to a strength, or do we maybe move move go five and add somewhere else?
0: I personally want to go six because I feel like a guy like Devin Smith, um, Ventrell Bryant. um, Who's the other one they're saying? I mean, I don't know if John Vay, how he's looking, but, well, Cedric, I think it's four. Okay. Okay. I got Cedric at four. I got Cedric at four, but if it comes down to Ventrell and Devin, they're going to have to give it.
2: Was that? I'm just saying, I just said Noah Brown. Yeah. Oh no,
0: Noah Brown's getting a lot of praise. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? We need to go six in my opinion, guys.
3: So uh-huh.
2: Cedric is one, and he's a shoe in, huh? Uh-huh. Cedric's a
0: shoe in for sure. Shoe
2: in, okay. I, I mean, I, I'm still on John Vay, I agree with Sky. I've, I've won at six. I went with uh, Cedric, John Vay, and Ventrell. Uh, but you know, like I said, we, like Sky said, I've been seeing a whole lot of Noah Brown because he's finally healthy. This is the first time he's been healthy, and we're seeing a whole lot of him. Mm-hmm. So this blue and white scrimmage could could really help. We just had Colin. He said this is going to need a help for a lot of people because remember we don't have preseason games, so this is like a real game for some of these guys.
3: Mm-hmm. I think that we need to do a, a, a final roster after the blue and white game. You know, or maybe an episode that could
2: be
0: our next episode Tuesday
3: yeah tuesday we need to do well well
0: We're james days. might We gotta holla at your mans for tuesday remember tuesday might be something real live oh yeah oh yeah well, well yeah. <laughs> yeah it's better than the final we'll roster get
2: back to four if you feel me yeah but yeah it's <laughs> lunatic
0: so we think we should do six
4: and that's why we get that insight from you guys that in depth in depth you know our team you help us follow our teams. here's another question for you going back to you and saying this about the safety and ha-ha, those issues. Who do you think the coaches trust most? The safeties back there, or the cornerbacks, or do you think, hey, you know what? Our front seven is going to dominate. That's going to erase a lot of those questions we got back there. Oh, that's a great.
0: Who well, do they cr- been a trust lot of musical more?
3: Chairs with the defensive backs, I think that the uh, safety uh, house is something that we can probably see that is Darian Thompson. It's just it, it, that's just how it goes. It's Darian Thompson. is Xavier Woods.
2: I, I don't know because I would say the corners they, are more. And if you I, if you if you switching from the who's more trusting, I'm to right. say the corners because you got a Worley who has experience. You have a Woosee who has experience. You have a lot of these guys that they brought over have some kind of experience. So I feel like they would lean on that more, and that helps A Digs because he can lean on these guys like a Worley, a, a Jordan Woosee who has started, a Anthony Brown who has started that uh, has started You know what I mean So I would say in my opinion It's more of a uh, s- s- Seems more stability Even though there's not a strong lineup I think I'm trusting more of the corners right now
0: Well I'll, I'll I play a little bit devil's advocate or, 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 <clears throat> or try to give a different perspective on it Because I agree I, I think I agree that it's corner Um, But here's where I'll go with it I think Lunatic and guys They trust the starters More uh-huh. than they trust the depth Hear me out. I feel like they can trust an Xavier Woods. Uh, ha-ha, granted, I know he's battling, but I've seen Dave Hellman, I've heard Kyle Omis both say, I'm not sure where this is coming from. Ha-ha, doesn't look like he's being beat out. It just looks like it's normal stuff going on at camp. So I feel like they can trust those guys. I feel like they can trust a Awuzie, Worley, Anthony Brown. So I feel like they can trust those guys. But can we trust what's behind them? Right? Can we really trust uh, Donovan Wilson? Can we trust, uh, I hate to say it, George, do they trust Jordan Lewis? If he ain't starting, you got to wait, they got to see it. And he's hurt, so I don't know if he's going to be playing yet. And we love Jordan Lewis. Do they trust Reggie Robinson right now? Not yet, right? He's a, he's a rook. That doesn't mean he's not good, just not yet. So I don't know that they trust, if we're using the word trust, the depth but I feel like, and I feel like as Cowboys fans, we f- should feel okay trusting the starters. That doesn't mean that the starters going to be all pros or pro bowlers. That Just trusting them to be where they need to be. Now, are they athletic enough and good enough to make a play? That's another different story. So there you go. Give it a little different answer.
4: Final question for you guys. Listen, based on what we have right now, what we've seen, we're in season 3rd and 2, and we go 13 personnel. It's an obvious running down. Are you confident with who we got in Darwin, Schultz, Bell? Or do we go to our strength and go eleven personnel? Because again, I'm saying this is now Dak's team. This is Dak's team. Zeke is coming around for the ride, but this is Dak's team. What do you what do you guys think?
3: Go ahead, guys. I mean, to the team will always be the quarterback's team. And yes, this is Dak Prescott team. And I think that uh, if, if Dak Prescott come off as as, as, as a hot starting situation uh, and, and being the person that he's been all of these years and, and just starting off on fire, I think that, uh, you know, we, we would really see that now, you know, he's empowered and, and we're going to see a better Dak Prescott play collectively speaking.
2: I yep. think there's this, you know, they're going to give Dak more options down there. I don't I don't have the greatest confidence in the blocking of our tight ends. No, I don't. Um, Dalton Schultz is okay. Blake Bell, he's that's what he does. We still we know what you, Blake Jarwin is. He, he's a pass-catching tight end. He probably needs to still work on that. We need to see it. But, obviously, we haven't got to see any practice, so I don't know who's looking great at blocking. You know what I mean? I'm just going by what is heard. So I feel like Dak, if we get inside, you know, in those those uh goal line areas and that red zone area, I think Dak is going to be more be able to give more freedom and is going to be able to do a lot more, especially with his legs. That's where I really want to see him working that magic when he gets inside there more than more tight ends inside. I want to see Dak doing more things as far as that that nature.
0: I here's who I trust on, on anything in short. Ezekiel Elliott. Uh he's been the he, he's been the best short yardage back in the league since he's come in. Um, he he almost always gets a fourth and one um, for the most parts gets third and ones. Um, so I trust Ezekiel Elliott more than I don't. Than, than I trust the tight ends or what have you. But here's where I think and I'm just let's just be imaginative here because I'm hearing from broadest, I'm hearing from Yeomans. I'm hearing from other people that there is a creativity going on in Dallas. Um, and I'm hoping it's a certain type of creativity that we see in San Francisco and that we see in Baltimore. Where, no matter if it's third and one, uh, third and two, or second and short, can you name me all these Pro Bowlers they have on the interior or, or across their line or a Pro Bowl blocking tight ends on those teams? Granted, I should say Kittle is a beast, but <laughs> can you name me all these Pro Bowl offensive linemen up there? No, it's a scheme thing, it's a creativity thing. Greg, is it Greg Roman in in Baltimore? They beat you with leverage. With numbers, with misdirection over there in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan, I'm hoping that we see something like that as opposed to, what's that, JJ? Uh, it's third and one. Oh, go, go! Bring out, you know, you know, the thirteen personnel motion in Noah Brown run up the middle. If you do that, it, you know, now you're really relying solely on Zeke Elliott all the time, and sometimes you need to help him out. That's my answer there for you, lunatic.
4: Excellent, excellent. I'll get off. I know there's plenty of callers yeah. want to get on it. <laughs> this show air. is fire. Again, we've got the pieces. We've got the coaches. We've got the youth. You know what? We are in the beginning. We are in the beginning of our Super Bowl window. Let's do it. 2020 is going to be number six, baby. Let's get it.
0: Let's get it. Let's get, get it. Guys,
4: yeah. pinche cowboys.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. My God, the lunatic. All right, I have everything that up man, for the drawing. I have everything up for the drawing. If y'all want to go ahead and do that. Let's do it. Let's go. So let's remind them what they are, are, are com- not competing, but what they're drawing for here. Again, it is the signed, right? The signed back seat back legends giveaway by Bob Lee, Mel for Drew Pearson. If you're a young Cowboys fan, younger than me, I know you're probably like, boy, you young, but I mean, if you're younger than <laughs> me and don't know who they are, please do your research. Please do your research. Legends. These guys are legends in Dallas, and for everyone that does know him, does know them, you know these guys are legends here. So, with that said, I'm going to pull up the screen, and here, here's what we're doing because I don't want people to be like, "Oh man, y'all cheating, y'all cheating." No, 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 no. <laughs> we have the hype wheel, ladies and gentlemen. The hype wheel, and we will ah. be using this hype wheel. A lot more often here as mm. we go, and it's not just going to be for drawings, but it'll be for topics and, and other fun things we're going to do on the show. But as you can see, we've got a ton of names in here. I think about—I uh, don't know exactly how many, but but there's a whole lot. So what you I'm going to do? It. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Of them. What I'm going to do, I think, is I just click this button here, and it should go. So let's see. Yep, there we go. Let's see who wins the seat back.
3: Not be Philly notion.
0: can <laughs> Oh, it. are you kidding me?
3: Are you it? kidding me? No, Who is he?
0: Philly no, notion. Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> are you, dog? No, we can't do that. Can we? What did no, I you say? To, I told y'all to, to take him off no, of he, that. He made the donation oh, to help him. You got, the got the to be there. kidding me, fam. No. I could have sworn he bet, better not. He, he better he bet not. Uh, we, we nah, fam. I'll be damned, dog. Like, look, 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 Philly. Well, Philly, get
2: something else. Philly, <laughs> Philly listen, Philly, that. I
0: get you something else, fam. But
2: you're not <laughs> well, winning I'll, this. I'll chip in. No, no,
0: no, no, no. no. I, man. I need to go no. play the
3: lottery though, for
0: real. No, I, I, I said this He's the not other not
2: day. I said, not hell not no, that. remove. Somebody who's not a Cowboys fan is not
3: getting. <laughs> no, remove. yeah, remove. what? What are you saying? Nah. Yeah, what it is nah. though.
0: Listen, Philly nah. Notion, we get you something else, but you ain't no way in hell. You getting something signed by legends. <laughs> Or by, as Mark Holmes says, the football gods the hell out of here. We're going to run this back. I love you, Philly, but you ain't
2: getting that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you a Philly, some of Philly hey. Cheese oh, steak my goodness. Hey, a Philly Hype Philly Will. Steak. Let's get him a Philly cheesesteak. Hey, he is the first will. drawing we ever you do damn on jinxed the us. late
3: night hype. Yeah, he did. Did logic. There's not right? Jesus. There's nothing be Philly notion. I said, Eastside going to be next, what? <laughs> no, I took him off. Yeah. I, I didn't see Philly in Thank there. You. I took
0: Eastside out of there. Ain't no way in hell. Hey, Hype Hey, hype Will, I'm going to need you to unlock your attitude. And get your damn act. Together. <laughs> the hell. All right, man. We're going to run this Dang. back one more time. Here we go. Let's get hyped. <laughs> young Wilson?
3: I cannot believe it. <laughs> it's it's a young? fitting. Young Wilson.
0: Is it Young? It's Wilson. Young Wilson. He's Congratulations to, to yeah. Young nice. Wilson. Someone that is w- deserving.
2: Yeah
0: deserving mm, yeah. of yeah. this thing not not no damn Philly notion fam <laughs> so let me write that down congratulations to young wilson i don't young know if he's wilson. watching right now but i think we have young yeah. wilson on twitter so we need to reach out to young wilson
2: So you, you know, you got your shirt coming. Shout out to Floor Perrier, his hat. I got you. It'll be there Friday, and that's a dope ass hat that you got. And just shout out to all the members and the mods for Silver and Blue Nation, Big Game James, and just thank you for all the love y'all been showing and continue to uh, support and get stronger because the season's about to be here and we're really about to wreck shit
4: yes, yes sir
2: that's good stuff man and i uh, appreciate everybody man for for
3: watching this stream and uh, supporting this channel and participating we're gonna have another giveaway uh we're gonna start it up uh what next next week uh uh sky yeah next week we'll try to do them
0: as much as we can throughout, throughout the
3: week throughout the week so or throughout, uh, young, weekly i should yeah. say Young Wilson, man, don't forget to hit me up so I can get your address so we can send that out to you. And I really appreciate everybody for tuning in to this thing. Uh, Let's continue to grind. Let's continue to shine, Cowboy Nation. I had something that I was going to say and put out there, but it's stuck in my mind, so I can't pull it out right now. But maybe I'll do it a little later. All good, (laughs) man.
0: Appreciate everybody in the chat, man, all the donations, all the new members. Thank you for rocking out with us. We may have a special one for you next Tuesday, so just keep your ears and eyes open. And sunday the play by play will have that rocking right um, for yes, the blue white right. screaming so uh, y'all know yeah. damn yeah, that's gonna I'm oh, the damn thing
2: going to be hype oh and i just
3: want to say this right quick sky Stop, cowboy man. nation <laughs> It's good that we have different opinions because that's just what it is. You know, oh, this man, doesn't what? mean that we right or wrong. That's just how it goes. So look at it in those perspectives. It's good that we can speak our mind and spit our voices out there. And hey, that's what makes a family a family. Everybody might not think Auntie Shirley cooked the best spaghetti, right?
0: <laughs> indeed, man. Indeed. Let's All go. right, guys. Let's get up on up out of here, man. Make hey. sure y'all get the early premiere of the Throwback Thursday. Dropping great. Right now head on over man head on over rock out with us man ha, 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 ha. <laughs> this time i'm gonna make sure i don't hit the button where they see everything going on <laughs> love y'all man great show tonight Peace.